Quid mici est in cielo? What have I in heaven? Et a te quid volui super terram? Depart from thee. What should I want on earth? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are privileged in our Mechtildian Benedictine calendar to have a wonderful, shining choir of Eucharistic saints. And today we keep the feast of the boy martyr, Saint Tarsicius. His feast was announced in the Martyrology for 15th August. According to tradition, he was martyred on the 15th of August in the year 257. We're dealing here with a figure from the early centuries of the history of the church in Rome. It is related that Tarsicius was a boy who worshipped regularly at the catacombs of St. Calixtus. And we have an allusion to this he, in the propers of this Mass. He served at the sacred liturgy in the catacombs as an acolyte. And the function of the acolyte was to assist with bringing forward the holy oblations, the offerings. And so this is the reason for the Alleluia verse that we sang, Tolite hostias et introite in atria eius. Bring forth offerings, sacrificial offerings, hostias is sacrificial offerings, the bread and wine for the holy oblations, and enter into his courts, adorate dominum in atrio santo eius. Adore the Lord in his holy court. And so we, we see this boy, Tarsicius, living an intense liturgical life, an intense Eucharistic life. And these were the years in which the Emperor Valerian was persecuting Christians, and so more often than not, they were obliged to worship in secret, to hear the word of God, and to offer the holy sacrifice. The custom of taking the holy mysteries, holy communion, to prisoners and to the sick became very risky, very dangerous. And the priest was often obliged to ask who among the faithful would take the risk of carrying the body of Christ to prisoners and to the sick. You understand the fear uh, of Christians, uh, for if they were seized carrying the holy mysteries, of course it meant martyrdom. And the boy Tarsicius stood up and said, Send me! And he explained, I'm only a boy. Who would ever suspect that a boy would be 
entrusted with what is most precious to Christians, the adorable body of Christ. And he is reputed to have said, my youth will be the best shield for the Most Holy Eucharist. And so the priest entrusted the body of Christ to Tarsisius, saying, almost giving him a little on-the-spot catechesis, saying, Tarsisius, remember that a heavenly treasure has been placed in your keeping, put into your hands. Avoid crowded streets and do not forget that holy things must never be thrown to dogs nor pearls to pigs. And then it must have been a very solemn moment. The priest asked Tarsisius, Will you guard the sacred mysteries faithfully and safely? And Tarsisius answered, I would die rather than let go. And so, bearing the most holy sacrament of the altar in the folds of his garment, he made his way to the streets of Rome. And there, other boys recognized him and noticed that he was concealing something in the folds of his garment. And they tried to prize it away from him. What are you carrying, Tarsisius? Let us see. Give it to us. A struggle ensued. They kicked him. They threw stones at him. Tarsisius would not surrender the body of Christ. And while the boy was dying, lying in his blood, a soldier called Quadratus, a secret Christian, picked up the boy's body and carried him to the priest. Tarsisius was already dead, but he was still clutching to his breast the small linen bag that contained the Most Holy Eucharist. He was buried straight away in the catacombs of St. Calixtus, and Pope Damasus, our dear Pope Damasus, the Pope of the Cult of the Martyrs, had an inscription carved on the boy's grave saying that he died in the year 257. Now, there is an oral tradition related to St. Tarsisius, and it is that, and this is related in the martyrology, that when the boy was carried to the priest, the blessed sacrament was not found, neither in his hands nor concealed in his clothing. This is a little detail of oral tradition. And it signifies that the consecrated host which the little martyr had defended with his life, 
had become in some mysterious way the flesh of his flesh. This little detail of the oral tradition tells us that Tarsisius had become a victim with the host, forming with Christ a single body, Tarsisius with Christ a single pure victim, holy victim, immaculate victim made over to the Father. I think my sons understand why Mother MacTilde wanted the feast of St. Tarsisius in the proper calendar of her institute. Tarsisius is a model of this complete identification with the Lamb, with the victim Christ. The introit of the Mass gives us the very words of St. Tarsisius. This is often the case when we cross the threshold into the Holy Mysteries. The introit, in some way, introduces us to the saint of the day more often than not by allowing the saint to express himself. And so, in the introit, it was Tarsisius singing, As for me, I shall rejoice in the Lord and exult. It's very beautiful. It's taken from the canticle of Habakkuk. And exult in God my Jesus. It exultabo in Deo Jesu meo. And exult in God my Jesus. From the canticle of Habakkuk that we sing at Lord's on Friday. Deus Dominus fortitudo mea. God the Lord my strength. It's a wonderful thing to hear this boy martyr sing at the beginning of his own mass. And then the epistle, I'm sure you picked up on this, it's all about connecting the dots, isn't it? The epistle was taken from the mass of that other Eucharistic martyr, St. Ignatius of Antioch. And so there is this connection between the Eucharistic martyr Ignatius and the Eucharistic martyr Tarsisius. And in the gradual, again, it was Tarsisius singing from Psalm 72. What is there for me in heaven? And apart from thee, what could I possibly want on earth? My flesh faints away and my heart the God of my heart my portion is God forever the God of my heart my portion is God forever in some way the gradual gave us the last words of Saint Tarsisius and I spoke of the Alleluia verse uh, at the offertory and this would have been very significant to Tarsisius as an acolyte. At the offertory, in just a few moments, um, we shall sing again, or rather Tarsisius shall sing, um, uh, Christ, 
shall be magnified in corpore meo, in my body. This, as the, the host and the chalice are placed on the corporal, we call to mind in the offertory antiphon this identification of Tarsisius with Christ, the host. Host, of course, means victim, sacrificial victim. Sive per vitam, sive per mortem, by my life, by my death, miki enim vivere Christus est, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. This uh, utter detachment, sive mortem, sive per vitam, sive per mortem, it's it's an extraordinary thing to hear this, this boy uh, so drawn into the mystery of Christ's passion and death that he says, for me to die is gain. And the gospel of the Mass that we just heard will be recalled in the communion antiphon. This often happens. The purpose of the communion antiphon of the Mass is to give us again a kind of fragment of the gospel. So that even as we receive the sacred body of Christ, at the same time, the, the communion antiphon is being chanted, and we receive Christ under the species of the gospel of the day. That's why the communion antiphon is so often fragment of the gospel, and this is the case today. Because at communion we shall sing, Who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him saith the Lord. This um, feast of Saint uh, Tarsisius um, is, uh, is an appeal, it's a summons to our own identification with the victim Christ. One cannot eat the flesh of the lamb without being made one with the lamb. It's a very dangerous thing to receive Holy Communion because it means I want, I desire with all my heart to be identified with the victim Christ, with him, through him, and in him, to be made over to the Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.